Part one of When Mother Lets Us Cook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This reading by Kara Schallenberg. When Mother Lets Us Cook. A book of simple recipes for little folk, with important cooking rules in rhyme, together with handy lists of the materials and utensils needed for the preparation of each dish. By Constance Johnson. Copyright 1916. Part 1. Preface. To make something that we can eat. Surely it is always delightful to do this, and never quite so nice as when it is a stormy day, and one is, well, ten or twelve years old. My aim has been to give in this little book a few simple rules and recipes which may serve as a beginning, and help small folks to have their fun without troubling mother and the cook too much. Yet I trust that these directions may prove useful to them even when they are grown-up housekeepers. The selection is made with a view to economy and a child's diet. THINGS TO HAVE Tablespoons, teaspoons, measuring cup, bowls, plates, knives, all polished up, egg-beater, lifting-knife, baking-tin, saucepans, breadboard, rolling-pin, a double-boiler, a chafing-dish, a wooden spoon, I know you'll wish, a flour-sifter, a cutter, too, a clock to show when the cooking's through, an apron to do the cooking in, and hands scrubbed clean before you begin. THE WITCH'S TEST Put eggs in cold water to test them for food. If they float, they are bad. If they sink, they are good. And some people say that an egg is all right if you hold it up close to a flame that is bright, and look through it endwise, and still see a light. Boiled eggs Fresh eggs Boiling water Saucepan Never boil eggs that are not perfectly fresh. Cook them some other way. Put your fresh eggs, with their shells on, into a deep saucepan. Fill the saucepan with water that is actually boiling, and see that the eggs are covered. Take the pan from the stove and cover it. It may be brought to the dining-room table, and the eggs will cook until you are ready to eat them. Boiled eggs are better cooked in water that does not continue to boil, but be sure that the water is boiling hard when first poured over the eggs. Three minutes will be enough for soft-boiled eggs, fifteen for hard. Serve at once in a covered dish, or wrapped in a clean table napkin. Boiled rice. One cup rice. Three quarts boiling water. One teaspoonful salt. Measuring cup. Sieve. Teaspoon. Deep saucepan. Fork. Measure one cupful of rice. Pick it over carefully, so that there will be no yellow grains or specks of dirt left in it. Then put the rice into a sieve or strainer and wash it. You can do this under the kitchen faucet, or by pouring a pitcherful of cold water over the rice. Put three quarts of hot water into a deep saucepan on the stove. The pan should have a cover. And when the water boils, pour in the rice very slowly, and add one teaspoonful of salt. Stir it a few times with a fork, and then put the cover on the pan, and let the rice boil hard for about twenty minutes, or until it is soft. 
Try a little with a fork when you think it is done. Drain the water off by pouring rice and all into your sieve. This is the best way to cook rice. Jelly warm over. Three tablespoons currant jelly, cold beef or mutton, pepper and salt, French mustard, saucepan or chafing dish, spoons. If you have any cold beef or mutton left over from yesterday, cut it into rather thick slices. Take your saucepan and put it on a hot part of the stove. Put in your saucepan one heaping tablespoonful of butter, and as soon as it is melted, add a half teaspoonful of salt and a pinch of red pepper, mixing it well with a spoon. If you like, add one teaspoonful of French mustard. Stir into this three generous tablespoonfuls of currant jelly. When it is all smoking hot and well mixed, add your slices of meat. Cook for a few more minutes until the meat is heated through and has absorbed some of the sauce. Serve in a hot dish at once. Be sure to pour all the jelly sauce over the meat. Milk Rule For cooking milk, two rules I tell. Milk quickly burns, so stir it well, or cook it in a double pot. It curdles where the stove's too hot. Cream sauce for all sorts of things. One tablespoonful flour, one tablespoonful butter, one cupful milk, one teaspoonful salt, a quarter teaspoonful pepper, saucepan or chafing dish, spoon, measuring cup. Put one tablespoonful of butter into a saucepan, and put the saucepan on the stove. When the butter is melted, add one tablespoonful of flour. Stir every minute, for it burns easily. When the butter and flour are frothy and well mixed, pour in one cup of milk or cream, drop by drop, stirring with the other hand. Do this quickly, but be very careful not to let any lumps form. The stirring is to prevent this, and also to keep the sauce from burning. Cook it till it boils up, and then stir in one teaspoonful of salt and a quarter teaspoonful of pepper. The sauce is now ready for use. This is enough for a dish for three people. It can be used with warmed-over meats, fish, toast, or sliced hard-boiled eggs. Scrambled eggs for three. Five eggs, one cup milk, one tablespoonful butter, one teaspoonful salt, half teaspoonful pepper, egg beater, saucepan or chafing dish, teaspoon, tablespoons. Break five eggs into a bowl, being careful not to drop in any shells. Add one teaspoonful of salt and half of pepper. Beat for one minute with an egg beater. Add one cup of milk and beat a little longer. Have a saucepan, you can also use a chafing dish, on a hot part of the stove. Put into it one tablespoonful of butter and let it melt. Pour in the mixture and stir slowly. Pretty soon the egg will begin to stick to the bottom of the pan. Keep scraping it off as you stir. When most of the mixture is thick and lumpy, the scramble is done. Do not let it get hard. Serve right away on hot plates. It is very nice to have some hot slices of toast ready and pour the mixture over them. Applesauce. Apples, sugar, butter, 
spices, saucepan, sharp knife, apple corer, strainer or sieve, bowl. Choose some nice hard cooking apples, core them, and peel them with a sharp knife. Cut them in quarters, and lay these in a deep saucepan. Sprinkle the apples with granulated sugar, allowing one cup for six good-sized apples, and add to this two tablespoonfuls of mixed spices, cloves, cinnamon, ginger, and so forth. If you do not like spices, you need not put this in. Pour into the saucepan one cup of cold water, and set the pan on a warm part of the stove. The apples should cook for about fifteen minutes, until they are quite soft, and the water is partly boiled away, leaving a syrup. Take a coarse sieve or strainer, put one tablespoon of butter in the bottom of it, and strain the applesauce into a bowl. Push it through the strainer with a spoon, if necessary. Set the bowl in a cool place, and serve the applesauce cold, with milk or cream. Ready Rule This rule above all others heed. Have ready everything you need. Before you start, be sure to read the whole recipe, then work with speed. STEWED FRUITS When stewing fruits, do not let them boil hard. They should only simmer. Cover the fruit with cold water, and add sugar if the fruit is sour. The saucepan should be put at the back of the stove, and the fruit cooked until tender. This often takes from two to three hours. Never use tin pans to cook fruit. STEWED PRUNES One pound prunes. Saucepan. Put your prunes into an agate saucepan, and cover them with cold water, allowing one quart of water to each pound of prunes. Put the pan at the back of the stove. Cook until the prunes are tender, which will take about two and a half hours. Try them with a fork to see if they are soft, and when done, turn into a bowl to cool. This is enough for six people. They are good served with a little cream. Dried fruits are cooked like prunes. A little sugar may be added to the water, if you like it better. STEWED RHUBARB Rhubarb, one cup sugar, measuring cup, saucepan, knife. Select tender stalks of rhubarb. Cut off the green tops with a sharp knife and throw them away. Cut the stalks into pieces about one inch long. When you have cut enough to fill a quart measure, put the pieces in a double boiler and barely cover them with cold water. Set the pot at the back of the stove to simmer for several hours. When you think the rhubarb is tender, try it with a fork. Add one cup of granulated sugar to each quart of rhubarb. Put the pot on a hot part of the stove and let the mixture boil hard for two minutes. Pour into a dish to cool. This is enough for six people. Peaches, apricots, oranges, pears, apples, berries, and so forth can all be stewed in the same way. Berries will not take so long to cook. Large fruits should be peeled. THINGS TO REMEMBER Sixteen tablespoons make one cup, if milk or water fill it up. It takes but eight, heaped full and high, if what you measure's fine and dry. 
Sweet sauces. Raspberry sauce. One quarter cup sugar. One cup raspberries. One third of a cup cream. Vegetable masher. Two bowls. Cheesecloth. Measuring cup. Fork. Egg beater. Measure one cupful of ripe raspberries. Pick them over carefully and wash them if necessary. Put the raspberries in a bowl with a quarter of a cupful of granulated sugar. Stand them for three quarters of an hour in a warm room. Spread a piece of cheesecloth over a bowl and pour the raspberries and sugar and all the raspberry juice into the cheesecloth. Fold the cheesecloth over so that the berries will be in a sort of bag and mash them with a wooden masher until all the juice and fine pulp have gone through the cheesecloth into the bowl. Put one-third of a cup of cream into another bowl and whip it with an egg beater until very thick. Pour the raspberry juice over it and mix carefully with a fork. This can be served with ice cream, plain cake, cold rice, hominy, farina, custards, etc. Hot chocolate sauce. Two cups sugar, one cupful hot water, two tablespoonfuls cocoa, boiling water, one teaspoonful vanilla, saucepan, measuring cup, tablespoon, teaspoon. Measure two tablespoonfuls of cocoa and put them in a cup with three tablespoonfuls of boiling water. Stir with a spoon until the cocoa is all dissolved and the mixture is smooth. Put two cupfuls of granulated sugar into a saucepan with one cupful of hot water. Stand the saucepan on a hot part of the stove and let the water come to a boil. Do not stir it. The syrup should boil until it becomes brittle, that is, until a little dropped in cold water immediately hardens and will break. Add the cocoa and let the mixture boil until it is quite thick. Take the pan from the stove, stir in one teaspoonful of vanilla, and serve hot. This is good with ice cream, cake, and a variety of puddings, such as snow pudding, custard, cornstarch, etc. Custard sauce. Half pint milk, one egg, sugar, vanilla, saucepan, tablespoon, fork, bowl. Put one cupful of milk into a saucepan with one tablespoonful of granulated sugar. Break an egg into a bowl and beat it with a fork until the white and yolk are well mixed. Add this to the milk. Set the saucepan on the back part of the stove or over a small flame of the chafing dish. Let it cook until it thickens, stirring gently all the time. Do not let it boil. When it is quite thick, stir in a teaspoonful of vanilla and take the pan off the stove. This sauce is good hot or cold on the same things as the hot chocolate sauce. It can also be used for floating island, which is made by pouring this sauce over slices of stale cake, and just before serving, putting on top of it the beaten whites of two eggs. Curly Locks Pudding 1 quart strawberries, 1 cup sugar, 1 tablespoonful lemon juice, 3 tablespoonfuls cornstarch, knife, measuring cup, tablespoons, 
lemon squeezer, double boiler or chafing dish, cup, bowls. Pick over one quart of strawberries or raspberries, hull them and cut them in half. It is better to wipe the berries than wash them, but sometimes they have to be washed. Cut a lemon in half and squeeze the juice into a cup with a lemon squeezer. Measure one tablespoonful of the juice and put it in the top pan of a double boiler or chafing dish. Add to this one cup of granulated sugar and two cups of cold water. Put the pan on a hot part of the stove. Measure three tablespoonfuls of cornstarch and put it in a cup half full of cold water. Stir until the cornstarch is dissolved. When the sugar water has come to a hard boil, add the dissolved cornstarch gradually. Stir until the mixture is thick and smooth. Now set the pan onto the lower part of your chafing dish or double boiler containing boiling water. Put the berries into the cornstarch mixture, stir them in well, and put your double boiler on a hot part of the stove. The mixture should cook for ten minutes. When done, turn the pudding out into a jelly mold and put aside to cool. Serve cold with milk or cream. This is enough for six people. When a dessert or jelly is to be served cold and turned out of a mold, the mold should be washed with very cold water before the mixture is poured in. End of part one. Read by Kara Schallenberg on July 25th, 2008 in San Diego, California.